0: This is Live Will Talk on Peripheral Vascular Disease. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at Union Point Health, St. Luke's Hospital. It's common knowledge that cardiologists treat and care for the heart of the patient. Equally as common, but often overlooked, uh, is the vascular system, uh, specifically the arteries and veins of the human body. Joining me today to discuss vascular disease is Dr. Arif Ben-Abulak, a cardiologist with St. Luke's Cardiology Clinic. Welcome. Thank you. Let's just start off, to just to start, what is peripheral vascular disease?
1: Well, thanks. That's a great question. As you have said in the introduction, that the the cardiologist is not only taking care of the heart. We are a a cardiovascular specialist, and the vascular part of cardiology is um, often overlooked. So, to answer your question, the peripheral vascular disease are disease that um, principally affect the blood vessels supplying the leg, the the major blood vessels in the aorta and in the thoracic, as well as the major blood vessels supplying the blood to the brain. And those blood vessels can get um, uh, diseased by um, several processes. The most common one of them
0: is the hardening of the arteries. And if I have heart disease, isn't the probability I'm going to have peripheral vascular disease high? I mean, cholesterol is cholesterol, hardening the arteries. The arteries are arteries, whether they're in the coronary blood vessels of the heart or the legs. Uh, that if they're present in one place, I probably need to consider they might be present in another, Correct. That is very correct. And it certainly depends on what type of heart disease
1: if somebody has, but if they have a hardening of the blood vessels supplying the heart, which we call it a coronary artery disease, the odds is really high that they may have a hardening of the arteries of the leg, maybe hardening of the arteries of the brain, and maybe hardening of the arteries of the aorta, the major blood vessel supplying the blood outside the heart to the rest of the body.
0: And what are the main causes of peripheral vascular disease or hardening of the arteries as you described it?
1: In general, there are a constellation of risk factors. The, the most common or the most significant one is the diabetes. And for the peripheral vascular disease, specifically smoking and high blood pressure, those are the major um, risk factors that predispose anyone to have um, peripheral vascular disease. Of course, obesity, high cholesterol, but in, in my mind, the major is diabetes smoking and high blood pressure. Of course, family history may play a role there
0: to some degree. And what are the symptoms of it? I think patients that, I mean, if you're exerting yourself and you have chest pain, you think you go get it checked out. But I think people can sublimely have uh, or quietly have significant peripheral vascular disease without symptoms or noticeable symptoms because they just curtail their activity, correct?
1: That is very correct. And we see this also with patient that um, suffer from aortic valve stenosis. Most of the time, when they will come to the clinic, they said, I'm doing fine. But when you ding and ask them more, they will reveal significantly that they have slowed down. Most of them, they will say, well, it might be my age. Well, in fact, it's not your age. They may be slowing down because of the aortic valve disease. Similarly, they might be slowing down because of the peripheral vascular disease. The most common symptoms of the peripheral vascular disease is the what we call it intermittent claudication. Cloud, intermittent Meaning, when they walk, they will have either back pain, thigh pain, or most commonly calf muscle pain or leg pain, or sometimes cramp, or sometimes they will describe it as a leg giving up, or sometimes just a muscle ache. Often of time, they may think, oh, it might be the spine or the bone causing all this trouble, but the odds is high that you might have also a component of peripheral vascular disease that slow down.
0: Well, you've mentioned who's at risk diabetics, hypertension, smokers. You've given us a a good constellation of what symptoms the patient might have. I, I would add in there delayed wound healing. They get a... Correct. Uh, <laughs> with the derecho, you see that the the yardies that the city has swing back and hit someone in the shin uh, and it doesn't heal. And you you'd find them out they have pretty significant peripheral vascular disease. But how's it diagnosed and
1: how do we treat it? Uh, let me add something to the symptoms. Uh, also, the symptoms or the presentation will depend on the acuity or the chronicity of the peripheral vascular disease. If it's an acute process, like an like a blood clot coming out of the heart to the blood vessel, that that's that's a, that's an emergency. They will present with a lot of pain, color change, temperature change in the foot.
0: So it, it's it's a heart attack of the leg.
1: Correct. Very correct. Or they may present with what we call blue foot or blue toes or Maybe a gangrene, or maybe a delayed wound healing, or maybe just a foot ulcers. Uh, And and to diagnose those, there are very simple tests that we can do. We can check the blood pressure in the leg, comparing it to the arm. Most of the time, we will have a good idea if there is a blockade. Then we can do an ultrasound of the leg to precisely, to some degree, Determine the 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 amount as well as the degree of the blockade. and sometimes we may need to do a CAT scan with a contrast to see uh, precisely what's the degree and the burden of the of the narrowing, and often of time we may need to do an angiogram. And at, at that time, we may, if we have to do the angiogram, we may intervene either with a balloon dilatation or maybe maybe stenting, and oh, must and uh, also an, a good number of patients we may send them for surgery for bypass surgery. But before this, the most important step is prevention. You make sure you eat healthy, you exercise regularly, and you have. If you have a heart attack, God forbid, and the odd that you may have a peripheral vascular disease that is often overlooked, you may need to take your aspirin, and you need to follow up with your primary cardi primary care physicians or provider and uh, your primary cardiologist. You have to be also in a cholesterol medicine if you have already been diagnosed with a peripheral vascular disease. And the most important component is also you need to to change your habit. If if, if you are a smoker, you need to quit smoking. This is extremely important. Your diabetes has to be controlled. Your high blood pressure has to be controlled too. Then a big component of the treatment is what we call a supervised exercise program. You will be... Um, exos- you will be performing exercise under some sort of supervision. And I think St. Luke's is trying to build an exercise program specifically designed for people with peripheral disease. And we are happy that we will be part of this project down the line.
0: I think it is important to, re-emphas- to emphasize, not reemphasize, uh smoking. I-, I think people think, well, I quit smoking. Now I won't get lung cancer, but I'm wearing the nicotine patch or chewing the nicotine gum. And that is just as dangerous because it's the nicotine that gets in the blood that causes the hardening of the arteries. And I, I think sometimes patients overlook that. That's very you know, correct. You know, that's very correct. That. Well, th- this this has been really great information. And it is a silent illness for the most part because people slow down. And I think I think any patient that's in with their their primary care physician or their cardiologist and they've had a heart attack or they have these risk factors, they should say, "What about my legs?" and and get their uh, clinician to stop and. And discuss that with them. I think that's important.
1: I would agree strongly.
0: Yeah. Again, this was cardiologist Dr. Arif Bin abdulak with St. Luke's Cardiology Clinic. Thank you for listening to Live Well Talk On. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers about our podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, be well.